0: The big story from the Straits Times on Muddy FM 89.3. President Xi Jinping and Joe Biden will speak tonight for the first time since Russia invaded Ukraine. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Olivia Kwe. You can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you don't miss a single episode. The presidents of the United States and China are scheduled to have a call later today about Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine and other issues of mutual concern. According to the White House, U.S. President Joe Biden will warn his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping against supporting Russia in its invasion of Ukraine. The conversation will be the first between the two leaders since November. We believe China in particular has a responsibility to use its influence with President Putin and to defend the international rules and principles that it professes to support. Instead, it appears that China is moving in the opposite direction by refusing to condemn this aggression while seeking to portray itself as a neutral arbiter. And we're concerned that they're considering directly assisting Russia with military equipment to use in Ukraine. President Biden will be speaking to President Xi tomorrow and will make clear that China will bear responsibility for any actions it takes to support Russia's aggression and we will not hesitate to impose costs. Let's now get the perspective from China with the Straits Times's China bureau chief Tan Don Wei who's in Beijing. So Dawn, as we enter the fourth week of the war, China has maintained its neutral stance, at least in public. Is that likely to change?
1: Well, it's really quite hard to say because no one really knows what the the Chinese leadership is thinking. Everyone has an opinion about what China's calculus is. And there have been such a large amount of assessment and analysis and interpretation on China's thinking based on reading between the lines in a very opaque system. What we can see from the official channels, such as the daily foreign ministry briefings from state media coverage, from uh, readouts of um, phone calls and meetings involving Chinese officials, is that China has pretty much stuck to the same overarching position, which is that it calls on the US and Europe to consider Russia's legitimate security concerns, And um, that is uh, the expansion of NATO eastwards. Um, But it also acknowledges that a country's um, sovereignty and territorial integrity should be respected and that it supports a peaceful resolution to this conflict and is willing to work with the international community in mediation efforts. It has refused to engage in questions by journalists about why it refuses to condemn the war or call it an invasion Uh, especially when it says it upholds the UN Charter and what would it take or how many lives have to be lost before China finally condemns the war. Its response to these questions has always been to repeat its official script, spelling out its supposedly neutral position. But it has also doubled down on its informal alliance with Russia by saying the relationship between the two sides are rock solid and that Russia is its most important strategic partner. It is, of course, coming under a lot, um, a lot of pressure for, for that alignment, and no doubt has suffered quite a bit of reputational hit internationally. But putting aside whatever assessments about China, how China can or will benefit from this conflict, it is very clear that it is very unwilling to be drawn into it. And that came out quite obviously last week in a phone call that uh, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi had with his Spanish counterpart, where he said China is not a party to this conflict and it uh, all the more doesn't want sanctions to affect it. So you can see that it is, in fact, more worried about how it could be hit by the sanctions or the economic repercussions of the war, which will or has already driven up commodity prices and also disrupt um, the global supply chain. Because keeping its economy healthy and looking good this year is the top priority for the Chinese leadership because it is heading into a very important party congress at the end of the year where President Xi Jinping will ask to extend his term. But I think China has already long made up its mind about its alignment with Russia, which has been a pretty consistent supporter and partner to Beijing. And China is probably convinced that whatever it does will not change the fact that the U.S. will continue its containment efforts against it. I don't think it would want the war to drag on, but it surely um, is not going to do the U.S.'s bidding either and be pressured or be seen to be pressured by the U.S. or Europe to act.
0: Well, Don, we are looking ahead to today's call between President Xi and Biden. And this is, of course, coming in the wake of a Monday meeting between U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and China's top diplomat Yang Jiechi. And they met for seven hours on Monday. But the official statements coming out of those talks were quite different about what was discussed about the Ukraine conflict. So looking ahead to tonight's call between the two presidents, is this something we can also expect
1: Yes, if you have seen the statements from um, both sides that came out of that Monday meeting, you will see that they focused on um, quite different things. The U.S. readout was very short and uh, simply said that they talked about a range of um, U.S.-China relations issues with substantial discussion of uh, Russia's war against Ukraine. But the Chinese readout was very much focused on Taiwan and China's other core interests, such as Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and Tibet, and was about Yang Jiechi basically reminding the U.S. of its commitment to the one-China policy and warning it not to interfere in China's domestic affairs. Ukraine got a small mention at the very end of the statement, so we didn't really get a good sense of what the Chinese position on Ukraine was in that discussion. But for tonight's phone call, we know from the U.S. side that Mr. Biden plans to put pressure on Mr. Xi and make clear that China will bear responsibility for any actions that it takes to support Putin's war and that the U.S. will not hesitate to impose costs. The foreign ministry was asked for details about this call just now during its afternoon briefing, and it acknowledged that the two leaders will talk about Ukraine, among other things, um, but they didn't really say much more than that. But a report in the Global Times today said China agreed to the phone call because it wanted to urge the US to stop banning the flames of war, stop spreading um, false information about China, and also to start promoting a peaceful resolution and peace talks instead. And Mr. Xi is also likely to warn Mr. Biden to stop coercing China and that uh, China will also respond if its national interests, the interests of its companies and its people are affected. But we will have to see how the two sides frame the discussion much later tonight.
0: Thanks very much to our China Bureau Chief Tan Don Wei in Beijing. Look out for the Straits Times' as reports on the Biden Sea call later tonight on StraitsTimes.com.